We would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the country throughout Australia from which we conduct our podcast. We would like to pay our respects to their elders, past, present and emerging. Hey guys, welcome back to Beers and Tears. Today we are joined with Isla Noon. Hello. Hey, hey. I'm good, thank you. It's good to be here. Um, Is Isla Noon your real name? (laughs) I'm going to leave that up to interpretation. I love love Isla Noon. (laughs) It is your name. It's beautiful. And and we're going to run with the fact that it is. Great, great. (laughs) <laughs> um, so when when did you start like making music oh god I have been writing songs since I was a kid um but they were pretty horrible <laughs> and then I started playing guitar when I was like 10 and then yeah I started like seriously writing music so um it's been yeah maybe like 15 years of me like doing it a little bit more seriously because <laughs> I'm 25 now and um yeah, then after school I was I was writing a lot, but I went and studied music um at uni. And yeah, since then I've been working as a musician. So um professionally, just a couple of years. <laughs> and do you just play guitar? Is that the only instrument you play? Um pretty much I'd say with a decent level of proficiency, I can only really claim guitar and that's what I um, did at uni as well as guitar and vocals. So that's definitely what I'm strongest on. I mess around with keys and I often write on keys, um, but I do not have the guts to play it live. (laughs) Um, Do you find that like going to uni for music like helps you a lot? Mm. Um, It did. It definitely did, but like maybe in unexpected ways because the course that I did um, at the University of Auckland, it's a really small group of us and so many of us have gone on to do um, like songwriting and music afterwards. So it's more like the sense of community was almost the best thing about it and that we all still kind of know each other. It definitely helped me in terms of like technical proficiency on instruments and like all the things that you'd expect. And it got me writing a lot, like even when... I knew I was writing a terrible song. I just knew I had to hand something in. Um, so there's a degree of like work ethic that it really drilled yeah. into me. Um, but I'm, yeah, I'm like apprehensive to say that because I don't think it's necessary. I think if you want to be a musician and you want to be a songwriter, it's not something that's like everyone's path. Um, and it really doesn't need to be that it was just the right thing for me. Yeah, for sure. I totally agree. Cause um, I'm asking this because um, me and Shen, the other guy that does this podcast, we go to a music uni as well, and like, um, and with a lot of like performance people as well. And it's so interesting to see. Like creatively, I don't necessarily think that it helps creatively, but it does definitely <laughs> to actually do it. If that makes any yeah. sense, like even yeah, if you have totally. a block or anything, like you just have to roll with it and push through. And sometimes the best things come out of that. Exactly. Yeah. So I feel like it. Um, it made me push myself. And for that, I'm really grateful. And the other thing it really did was like, it got me taking singing really seriously. I got really nerdy about um, technique and stuff like that. So that's been super helpful in making sure that I'm like singing healthily and, you know, I can be sustainable and doing shows and stuff like that. 
yeah. Yeah, that's so important as well. You don't want to wreck your beautiful, <laughs> beautiful voice. Nope. <laughs> I have done it and, yeah, we'll try not to do it again. Yeah, exactly. Um, what is your process like? Like, do you produce your own tracks or do you work with producers? What do you do? Um, yeah, so the process, I guess, for the songs that are out right now, which is um, the easiest thing for me to kind of talk about, I usually start writing something on my own at home. That's generally the process. Sometimes it's different. Um, but generally I'll start with like a little idea at home and I'll just be messing around on logic, like with different sounds and stuff, but um, not really thinking so much of the production, just trying to get down like the sort of bones of songwriting. So sometimes that's just like a verse and a chorus and I'm like, oh yeah, I want to bring this into the studio or I want to work with um, my friend Maud who is like my collaborator. <laughs> um, we, we've written and produced pretty much everything. Yeah. Everything that's out, we've written and produced together. Um, but it's kind of a case of I'll come in with like most of a song and then we'll work on the production together. And obviously her influence comes in on like finishing up the songwriting, but most of the time with lyric writing, I am like precious about that. So I'll always like <laughs> take that away and finish that off myself. Um, so yeah, sometimes it, it can really vary, but most of the time it's part me, bring it in and work with Maud and we kind of produce it up together. She does most of the heavy lifting in terms of the production and I do most of the heavy lifting in terms of the songwriting and then we kind of meet each other in the middle. Cool. And yeah. What made you like officially decide to start releasing your music? Was there like a pushing? Yeah. Up? Man, I've been looking forward to releasing music for years, like years and years and years. So for me, it felt like finally. <laughs> um, the thing that kind of shifted is I signed on to um, an indie label here in Auckland in like 2017, so pretty fresh out of uni. And I've just kind of been developing up my, my writing and stuff through that. Um, it's a pretty chill tiny little <laughs> uh label but yeah they kind of gave me a space and a studio space within which to work so that really um yeah that took it to another level and then I think I had a couple songs that I could have released and I was really close to releasing an EP and I was like you know what something about this just doesn't feel right or maybe I was being you know too much of a perfectionist maybe I should have just put it out um but some of those songs will still come out so I'm sure they'll be fine. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think it was meeting Maud and starting to work with her. Cause I think the thing that I struggled to gel with was producers um, because I always wanted to be so, so involved in the production. I wanted to co-produce everything. And so that really gels with some people and not so much with others. Um, and also sometimes you, the vibe is just like, it's good, but it's not exactly what you want or whatever. So um, Maud and I just kind of like ended up, yeah, we just kind of ended up working together and then um, stuff was sounding really good. And I was like, hey, we should put this out. And then I went back to um, the label and they were like, yeah, sweet, let's do it. <laughs> That's awesome. And so you released your first track last year and then it all kind yeah. of like, kicked off and then I started hearing your music and like Spotify curated playlists yes which is really <laughs> um have you had like a, a pinch me moment of like what the heck my oh. Spotify playlist yeah to be honest there have been so many because there's varying degrees of like 
like a next tier that you hit. So when that first song came out and I first got on a Spotify playlist, I was just like, oh my God, like I, I lost it. I was like, yeah, I'm on a Spotify playlist. And then um, with this like next release, it was like a couple of them. And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. And that was suddenly like huge to me. But I think the thing that really tripped me out was um, a couple of weeks ago or maybe like a week ago times times weird at the moment yeah yeah. Um, <laughs> but um I got this email that was just titled Rolling Stone and I was like what in no the hell way. is this and I was on um just on the website <laughs> of Rolling Stone Australia but like they just posted my song and they'd like done this little review and I was like oh my gosh like that's one of those moments where you're just like I can't believe that is real like I kept looking at it and I was like it's real. It's real. <laughs> oh, that would have been so cool to see. Dude, it was crazy. It was really, really crazy. And um, yeah, I still like, I forget about it. And then I remember and I'm like, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, legit. You can just like throw that in any conversation, whenever you want now. Yeah. Well, I was in Rolling Stone. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, well, let's talk about your songs. You have two songs out. Do you want to tell us yes. about the debut track, Summer in August 1st, and what that's about? Yes, I never get to talk about this because obviously I've got a new song out. No one asked me about the first one. And I'm like, let's let's do it. Yeah, so so um, <laughs> let's talk about it. Um, I put Summer in August out uh, December 2020, which was like maybe a bad move, but I wanted to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a pretty mellow kind of like emotional track. Um, and in a way it felt a little risky cause I tend to, um, make stuff that's like quite upbeat or sort of like mid tempo. And it's probably on the slower side of what I do. Um, but it, it means a lot to me and it was a really pivotal moment in terms of my songwriting. So, um, it's called summer in August because I was in the UK when things were happening that I then wrote about. So, um, obviously I'm from New Zealand. We don't have summer in August. Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was kind of about my time uh, in the UK and a lot of the personal things that were going on with me at that time. And um, yeah, kind of about escape and um, healing and, you know, all these wonderful things. So it's a very special song to me. And the bridge of the track um, has me just kind of like talking, which was just a recording that Maud took of when I told her the story of the song. Um yeah, so <laughs> she'd like recorded me because I don't know. I was like, oh, I need to explain what the song's about because I came in with it and I was like, if we're going to work on this, I need to tell you. Mm. And um, she just recorded me talking and then we just chopped that up and chucked it in the bridge. So it was me just like talking like I am right now. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's kind of like the special little thing about it to me. I love that. And it came to- together so nicely as well. Yay, thanks. <laughs> Did you like ever have like a feeling of like uncomfortability releasing such a personal track to you, especially it being your first track? Yeah, definitely. I think also because it's the first time that some, I mean, like your immediate family and friends might have heard one or two things, but I'm pretty secretive with it. Mm-hmm. So when I put it out, I had like extended you know people that I knew who were like, "Oh, I wonder what this," and I'm just like, "No, no, no, yeah. no." <laughs> um it's pretty weird, but I mean, like spoilers, it's only going to get more, more so for me, like the stuff I've written that will come out, I know is like a thousand times more than that. So I was just kind of like, I have to get used to this. Like, this is how I write. 
and this is what's going to happen. And um, hopefully people are, you know, semi-respectful. <laughs> yeah. And I think it's the most beautiful part of our music as well when it's like really raw and like personal. Yeah. Then that's how people relate to it. And like as much as it sucks to like put something out there and people know that you've written it and it's personal, really personal to you. It's also like yeah. a million other people who are going to listen to it are going to resonate with that as well, which is so beautiful. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and now let's talk about your latest track. Talk about us yeah. and what that one's about. <laughs> um. Yeah, Talk About Us is quite a departure, but it's still pretty, like, emotional and angsty and heavy and, you know, all these things. Um, Talk About Us was actually finished before Summer in August was finished, and I was kind of, like, tossing up what to put out first. Um, I decided to go with Summer in August, but I always knew Talk About Us would follow it, and I feel like it's kind of the other side of the coin of me as an artist, so I felt like, yep this feels right to put these two out first and hopefully it gives people a good scope of me and the sound and stuff like that. Um, the song itself is so funny because I've had so many people ask me over the past couple of weeks, like, what's it about? And my answer slightly changes every time, but the truth is <laughs> it's, um, it kind of stemmed from like a relationship I had years ago and I never really wrote about this one like icky feeling I had like I always knew I was going to write about it and I was like I don't know when this is going to come but it'll come one day and um and then that day came because I'd recently talked to a friend who had like a similar thing happen or just something about the the space she was talking about emotionally I was like oh yeah I remember that um and it's kind of that um for me it was like when I felt a relationship just like going downhill but the other person's like just closing off from you and you're like whoa what's happening like (laughs) we've had like a complete communication breakdown and I was so unprepared for it and now I'm feeling like I'm really desperate but like you're supposed to like me but like you like me like (laughs) it's a really vulnerable space and like you find that like you start not really liking yourself because you don't even know if they like you and yeah it's just really like toxic little space yeah yeah exactly (laughs) um so yeah I don't know I it took me a while to like form words for it and then talk about us happened and I kind of like how it's um it's a bit melodramatic and a bit over the top um but we reflected that in the production and I think that's what kind of makes it really fun yeah that's so beautiful I love that um (laughs) and with the two songs you had like two really cute videos that came with them yes um you want to tell us a little bit about like the kind of story behind those or like what the idea was behind those videos yeah sure so both of them were directed by maria vegas who's like a um music industry legend over here um but yeah she's pretty sick and my first video i was like i don't know what to do with this video but I, I think I should just be like around on a beach somewhere and we'll just figure it out when we get there. And um, it was real cute because it was the first day I'd ever met her in person was the day we were shooting. And it was her and myself like running around on a beach near her house. That's- and in that way, it's like, it's really cute to me because I was like, it was so organic. Like it was just me chilling out and being myself. Um, and yeah, conversely, like the the second video is completely different and it's really like produced. Um, but it's still pretty intimate to me and it kind of only features um, me in it. So there's a little bit of a, a link um, 
but yeah, that one was also done in one day, but it was in a little side room of the studio that I recorded the song in. Um, so it was all in house <laughs> and, um, we just played around with lighting and outfits and there was a mini trampoline and I fell off it like 50 times, <laughs> like bruised myself while trying to look really glamorous. <laughs> um, but yeah, that one was heaps of fun as well. So they're both like very near and dear to me. Yeah. The summer in August one is so gorgeous. Like I was just watching it and I was like, wow, this is so pretty. Like I'd love to have a video like this. Oh yeah. I was just really inspired because, um, her and I both do like some film photography, which I mean, like, yeah, it's a bit hips for these days, isn't it? But um, we like we like bonded over that, and she was like, "Oh yeah, let's just do like this like film look thing, yeah. and just have it be literally just like natural. Whatever happens on the day happens." Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was very wholesome, very "Call Me by Your Name" vibes. I don't know why. Yes. I don't know why I got that, but like I was watching it, I was like, this "Really reminds me of that for some really strange reason." Was it like the fruit tree? Because I no, remember when you gave me. When she gave me back the um, video, like we did a couple edits, but there was this one shot of just like zooming in on a lemon. And I was like, this is so random, but I love it. Let's keep it. Yeah, it was so gorgeous. <laughs> um, and so what what have you got coming up next? Like do you plan on releasing like another single or potentially an EP or maybe playing some shows? Like what's the plan for you coming into the end of the year? Yeah, so definitely there will be more music by the end of the year. Um, I am currently uh, gearing up for more, a music video shoot, which is cool. Um, so that will definitely be a thing, you know, before the end of the year. And then um, there is an EP in the works. I don't exactly know when that's going to be out, but um, that's definitely what's coming. And my band and I are rehearsing up, so we've got no live shows planned right now. but. Um, that's what I'm gearing up for, you know. Okay, that's exciting. We've got things to look forward to. Yeah, and I mean, hopefully, I mean, who knows, but I'd definitely be playing some shows here in New Zealand, but hopefully it's not super long before I can come over to Australia because, yeah. man, the support that I've had from Australia has been, like, ridiculous and surprising and, like, it's, like, crazy to me that it's had, like, even way more love over there. <laughs> oh that's so cute yeah Yeah, hopefully well if by the time one of us will be in one of each other's countries at one point I might be in New Zealand or you might be in Australia at some point in time and yeah I'd love to come see one of your shows it'll be awesome yeah do do I'm sure we'll figure something out um thank you so much for joining us today it has been a pleasure having a chat with you Oh, thank you. Yeah, it's been good. Um, that went super duper quick, but it's so nice to have like a more informal chat after a week of um, yeah. <laughs> giving like somewhat scripted answers. <laughs> I know, I feel you, I feel you. That's what I kind of love about <laughs> I don't have to be like too, because some days I'm just like, what am I even saying? I'm just rambling yep. words. And so yep. the best part about this is just like chatting nonsense, but in a way that we can still talk about music. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, if you have, we usually do a cheers at the end of our episodes. I don't know if you have like a pen, pencil, glass of anything. Oh. I have a New Zealand delicacy. I love the it. The beer. It's huge. <laughs> Is it? Or am I oh, just no, really maybe it just looks huge. No, 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 it's not that big. <laughs> <laughs> cheers. Thank you so cheers. much. Cheers. Cheers. Yeah. <laughs>
<laughs> I have an open mind, but let's pretend. Okay. Cheers so much. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us. And hopefully we will see you at some point in time or we'll be listening to your music at some point in time. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Cause you never-